This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Hey guys, quick thing. The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly supported by Mook Delivery, bringing you the food you love. Mook Delivery brings a top-tier lineup of food right to your door. No matter the result, you'll always be winning with Mook Delivery. So the only question left to say is, are you in? Order now on the McDonald's app and you can get reward points delivered too. So the ordering today means some tasty rewards for tomorrow. Only via app at participating restaurants. 18 plus, rewards registration required, points only on menu items, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. Hello and welcome to the Guna Tour. Back again with you guys for another episode of what is the Arsenal Transfer Show. Joining you every single morning at 8am. I hope you're doing good. Hope you're doing well. It is match day. Arsenal face Wolves today in the Premier League. And we have plenty to discuss going into today's fixture. Uh, I hope that you had a fantastic week, of course, and the weekend is already treating you well. I hope Friday night was uh, a successful one for you all. Uh, but good morning to those joining us live in the chat box. Uh, old Dave, we've got Amira, we've got Black Shine, Jose, uh, Babatunde, Maximias, Pika Who, Red Star, Martin, David, Peter Capelli, Martin, uh, Sabre, we've got Rich, we've got Paul, we've got Stevie. Odorile, Matt G, Rowan, Ray, uh, all the usual suspects and some unusual ones, of course, as well. Uh, but thank you so much for joining me. Please do drop a like on the video and subscribe to the channel if you're new around here with those notifications turned on so you never miss a show. Let's get straight into things firstly. Of course, you can go and catch up on our uh, episode yesterday, I was joined by some fantastic members from our Discord server to talk all things Arsenal regarding today's game against Wolves in our preview. Uh, so make sure you check that out. We talked through kind of the, the record that we've got against Wolves, the VAR controversy that both teams have faced going into this game. Um, so it's certainly worth you guys uh, giving that a listen. It's the last upload on the channel before this one. Uh, speaking of uh, making sure we check out games, we couldn't check out the game uh, between Arsenal's under-21s and West Bromwich Albion because the game was abandoned. Uh, adverse weather conditions meant that the game was not allowed to go ahead and the game will now be rescheduled, um, which obviously will come as a frustration to Mama um, Ali and the under-21s who are hoping to get a fixture in and perhaps some of the players that have returned recently to the team, like Nwaneri and Lewis Skelly, of course, as well. But that is something that we will go give you updates about when we ultimately get them. Um, moving straight into transfers, though, today, and uh, Dusan Vlahovic has begun transfer talks, or rather contract talks, with Juventus. Gazette della Sport reporting that the Serbian forward looks more likely, it seems, to stay 
in Italy and that they are looking to try and secure a brand new deal for the player. So certainly uh, this will come as a blow to those of you that have really been on the idea of Dusan Vlahovic joining up with Arsenal. I've been a little bit coy on this one. I think his goal record's not been particularly great. I'm not sure if he's that much, if at all, an upgrade on Gabriel Jesus. Yes, you might suggest that he he's better than, than Jesus or that he offers something different to Jesus. But I think I'd rather go out into the market and really invest in the player that I know is going to bring us a lot more than what Dusan Vlaovic can currently give us. Now, talking of... I don't know why it says Takira Tomiyasu there. Um, but talking of, of transfers and still strikers as well, Thomas Frank, he has said um, that Ivan Tony, he, or, he, or he has said that he expects uh, Tony to be with the club um, in January. Uh, having a look at the exact quotes that I can give you, it says, I don't want to lose him. I hope and think he'll be a Brentford player on February 1st. Everyone saw what he did last year. It's not like he broke a leg or did his ACL. So he's fit and probably even more ambitious to get success. I'm convinced he will be absolutely on it. Um, we saw him score 20 goals last season. Of course, six of those were penalties. But Thomas Frank expecting him to stay and be with the club on February 1st. So for the likes of Arsenal, Chelsea, etc., who have supposedly had an interest in the player, as we've discussed before, it seems that that will be put on hold until at least the summer. And then what happens with Ivan Tony in the summer of 2024 is anyone's guess at this stage. But Arsenal, if they want the player, they are really going to have to put a big, big bid in. Of course, Chelsea now have Christopher Nkunku coming back. He could even be involved in the game against Brighton this weekend. So we'll have to wait and see how that one goes. But Ivan Tony, uh, according to Thomas Frank, will not be leaving in the January transfer window. And lastly, we need to talk through the highlights from Mikel Arteta's press conference, which took place yesterday afternoon. He was asked questions about the latest team news uh, and he says, no, I don't think we have any fresh injury concerns. We're going to get any, but I don't think we're going to get anybody back and we didn't have any incidents from the midweek game. So that's all good, which is obviously positive, but still no specific updates on Thomas Partey and Emil Smith-Rowe about when we might see them back in an Arsenal shirt. Hopefully we get some more updates ahead of the game against Luton potentially. If not, then of course, maybe ahead of the game against Aston Villa next weekend. Talking about the depth to compete in both Europe and the Premier League, he says time will tell. We have another big one to play against Wolves, a very difficult team to play against, and they have shown against the top teams what they are capable of. Our preparation has been focused on understanding what we have to do with the game. Now, he was asked some questions uh, about, uh, about Kai Havertz, actually. Ones that Chelsea fans have taken quite a lot of umbrage with, actually. Um, reading the the quotes on a difference in Kai Havertz's mood after his couple of goals he scored in the space of a few days. He says, not really. He's been very positive and he's been so influential in a good way to his teammates and the team. But obviously, his confidence grows. He's really looking forward to something when you feel loved, uh, you feel respected. And when you feel admired, things are much easier. Your energy is better. Your bang, uh, body language is better. And I think that's the way he's felt in the last few days. Very interesting indeed. Arteta effectively hinting there that he felt that Arsenal have shown him the, you know, the, the respect, if you like, the love. And that's what's led to an improvement in Kai Havertz's demeanour and attitude towards playing for Arsenal. 
Um, whether or not he didn't specifically say that that didn't happen at Chelsea, but there was certainly enough in that quote there to make us feel that potentially there was an indication he feel he wasn't getting that at Chelsea. He was asked about his shyness and he says he's very respectful. You know, he's not someone that wants to be there in the front line, or at least he doesn't show it in that way. But when you ask him to go to war, he will be the first one down there, but he doesn't want to take the credit. And I think that's why he deserved credit on that day, talking specifically about when he dragged him over to the fans against Brentford, which, you know, makes sense. Talking about the midfield structure of Havertz, Erdogan and Rice, he says, well, I think time will help. And the more minutes that they play together, the chemistry will get better and better as well. But we have many options with different qualities. We have played as well with two players, not as offensive as the three that we are talking about. Of course, he means Jorginho there. And he says, it depends on well on the opponent and the game state and what we are trying to do. And we talked about this the other day. I talked about this with James um, on our show we did a couple of days ago. We said that we don't have a best 11. It's not about picking the best team every single game. You have to make decisions based upon the opponent that you're going up against. And by doing that, you give yourself the best chance of victory. And I think that is the best way to move forward is making sure that you do pick the right team for the right opponent. And today, you know, we're going up against a Wolves side that are ultimately really bereft of a lot of their key players because of injury and suspension. And so therefore, um, I think going attacking, going pretty much the same team as we did against uh, against Lawns would be the right decision in this case. He was asked about the VAR, of course, because Gary O'Neill and the decisions that have gone against Wolves. We've seen a lot of similar controversies between the sides. He says, I have sympathy with all of my colleagues because I know how beautiful, but at the same time, how challenging our job is. The exposure that we have and those moments in front of the cameras are not easy ones. And you see that in many, many situations this season and last season. And we are here to make the game better and our clubs better. And we all need to win to do that. And it does seem that his view on VAR continues to be somewhat frustrating for him, I guess, um, and that he doesn't really have too much to say on the topic when asked. He was asked, I think, a question by Mark Man Bryans about, um, you know, those discussions that take place between managers. And he just said, they're always good with a very big smile on his face. Uh, and I think you can probably tell um, what's gone on. And he was also asked about the VAR controversies. And he says, I have enough in my garden, um, <laughs> which was a really strange reply. Um, but it is what it is. Uh, and lastly, it was also another short, quick, quippy answer. He said, oh, what would the managers talk about um, between each other when, you know, discussing VAR? And he says, very positive things. Um, so, yeah, when he was asked about talking to other coaches, he says, yeah, it's a topic that comes up for sure. We talk about many things, but that's one of those for sure. And at the end, it has a huge impact on the result. And our job depends on that. So, you know, there's that feeling about VAR still. It'll be interesting to see what VAR controversies, if any, take place today in the game between Arsenal and Wolves. But I guess we will have to wait and see if indeed they do. Right, let's move to part two then, shall we? And your questions right after this. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. 
Away days are great, but there's nothing quite like playing at home. And the same goes for McDonald's. Maximise your home ground advantage with Mook Delivery. Are you in? Order now on the McDonald's app. At participating restaurants, 18 plus serving times, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. Okay, uh, let's go into part two and have some chats, shall we? I don't know if you can see, I'm feeling tired today. Uh, that was that was a lot of effort, that part one. I really felt like I was hitting the notes uh, going through that one. But, oh yeah, I'm tired. I just need a good night's sleep. And I don't think I'm going to get it tonight either, because, you know, obviously we're at the game, we're going to be working a little bit later after the game, and then got to get the train home, and then... Yeah, getting back as well. And then, of course, next week, I was just booking my transport for next week uh, for the Aston Villa game. My train gets in at 20 to 2 in the morning on Sunday after the Villa game. Yeah, it's uh, it's going to be a tough one, that one. Um, got to try and fight very hard to stay awake on the train. Uh, L says, Tom, I look hungover. I can assure you I've not been, there's been no fun and games last night, just didn't get much sleep last night, and that leads me to to be looking like this. Uh, that is the thing about doing a show every single day at eight a.m. Um, so yeah, unfortunately, unfortunately, you have to get used to this really tired face uh, coming up on your screens. Vala says, "Do I get a discount on Arsenal merch?" Absolutely not. No, <laughs> I don't. I don't have a membership, so uh, I didn't renew it. Obviously, because this season and last season, I was I've been in the press box, so I haven't needed. Uh, my Arsenal membership. So I've not renewed it this season. But uh, um, no, I think you do if you have Arsenal membership. Right? I think you got something like 5% off or something like that. I, I might be wrong. I don't know. Um, but no, I don't. Uh, but I did. I did buy the uh, the Ian Wright shirt. Um, I put it on Twitter yesterday saying I'm torn. And I'm still torn. But I feel like I was torn to a point where like I still I still might want it enough to to just try it. Um, to just see what it's like. And it might look better in in person. So, yeah, there we go. Uh, Ursa Major says, uh, it's 3 a.m. here in America and I'm listening to you. I mean, I feel like that's a dig. <laughs> that's like, hold on, mate. I'm up at 3 a.m. and I'm watching you. So you should definitely be able to do your show at 8 a.m. Yeah, all right. I get it. I get it. Um, <laughs> Aaron says, I know why you're up late, Tom, you dog, you. Uh, I mean, the missus was in London last night, so... There's no dog in me at all at the moment. Uh, Prince says, uh, even in a bad team, Ozimenu still finds a way to score goals for Nigeria. Uh, what did Banif- uh, Boniface, uh, Boniface uh, do when he had his chance? Nothing. Uh, it's worth pointing out that, you know, club <laughs> club form is worth taking into account. And he's a lot younger than Ozimen as well. So maybe he'll, he'll build to confidence, Boniface. Uh, Aditya says, uh, on Rafael Liao. Uh, what's your thoughts on him? It's a name floating around in my local chat group as a potential signing. Would be exceptionally expensive. He's only just signed, I think, a brand new contract with Milan. Uh, so I'd be very, very surprised if Arsenal were able to get a deal for uh, Rafael Leal. And he's also more of a left-sided player. I know he can play through the centre-forward position as well. Um, but Arsenal have the most of their depth on the left. So I think if you're going to sign a centre-forward that can play as a wide forward, you want to sign someone that can play on the right more so than the left because we've already got loads of depth in that area. Um, Morgie says, Tom, you may have noticed that Kai gave the North Bank a sly hand clap when they were singing his slightly abusive Waka Waka song. He is connecting it last night, which is great. What's what's slightly abusive? Oh, I suppose the whole 60 million down the drain. 
it's it's just ironic, isn't it? It's an ironic chant. I think he takes it. I think he takes it very well. Uh, if anything, it's Arsenal kind of, you know, flipping the bird, if you like, to uh, those that have said that it was a waste of money rather than Arsenal fans saying that it was a waste of money. Uh, Aaron says, why do I forget my question every time we get to part two? I don't know, Aaron. It's Write them down or get them into the chat box. Like type it out in the chat box ready and then copy and, you know, or cut it so you can type other things and then just paste it in. That might be the way forward. Um, let's go to Jürgen says, Tom, how I'd process between a player being linked to a club rather than just interest. Um, they're basically the same thing, to be honest. Players being linked to clubs and players having an interest or clubs having an interest in the player. It's just the same thing said with different words. That is, that is all that it is. And in honesty, like Arsenal and every club on the planet gets you like hundreds of players like they're looking at hundreds of players constantly over and over and over every season more players more players are getting added to the list you know so there isn't really a difference between players being linked with arsenal and arsenal having an interest reportedly in a player they are the same thing uh, Popeye says i'm surprised you're not a member tom i live in australia but i've maintained my membership since 2005 just to support the club Another way, trust me, mate, with the amount of money I spend on club merchandise, I am supporting the club. <laughs> I've bought the home kit, the third kit, the first training kit, the second training kit, now the Ian Wright kit, the Maharishi kit. I think I've I think I've supported the club plenty, mate, this season, <laughs> to be honest. So I don't think a, a 40, whatever, 40 pound membership is going to change that. Uh, at all. Uh, Valor says, uh, how many goals will be scored today uh, over or under 2.5 and how many corners will the Arsenal get against Wolves? This is I, I've just realised as well, I've also bought this hoodie that I'm wearing now, the Invincible hoodie as well. Um, so yeah, uh, I've, I've, spent, I've spent enough. Uh, sorry, Valor. Uh, how many goals will be scored today over or under 2.5 and how many corners will the Arsenal get against Wolves? I feel like, Valor, you're asking me a question to help your betting more than anything else, of which I will abstain from helping you. Um, if you can get advice from anyone else on what bet you might want to put on today, feel free. But I'm not going to give you advice on whether you want over or under 2.5 goals. I'm not just a pretty face. I, I know what you're doing. So, uh, you know, you're not going to get a fast one over me that easily. You have to try a little bit harder than that. Let's scroll up in the chat box as well. Uh, Girish says, since Alba is still scoring lots of goals elsewhere, do you still say that Jesus is an upgrade on Prima Bamiang? which we had. Let's have a look at Bamiyang's record, shall we? I know he got a hat-trick for uh, Marseille in midweek uh, in the Europa League. I wonder how he's getting on in Liga this season. How many games has he played for Marseille in Liga? Surely for a comment to be left like that, he must have scored a lot of... Oh, he scored one goal in 12 games. It's not as, it's not as good, Girish, as... Uh, as maybe you were expecting. <laughs> he scored five goals in the Europa League. Of course, three of those came in the game yesterday. So he's actually scored across Europa and Liga games. He scored in four fixtures out of 16 games. That's uh, actually, that's a lie because he scored two goals against Ajax. He scored in three games out of 16 this season. So it's not, yeah, it's not it's not great, is it? It's not the best. Um, so I would say, yes, Gabriel Jesus is certainly better um, than Aubameyang. Even when we had him playing at the, you know, towards the end of his time with Arsenal, it certainly was the right choice. Um, Rowan says, to buy the righty merch or not to buy the righty merch? It's up to you. I said I was torn on it. So I've bought it because if I'm torn on it, 
usually I have to buy it to know whether I like it, <laughs> which is a really financially questionable decision. Um, but I think I think I like it. I like it more than the away kit, <laughs> and that's not exactly hard. So uh, yeah, let's let's wait and see. Um, Sabro says, Tom, who takes up more space in the wardrobe, me or the missus? Oh, the missus, like with that. She has an, literally an entire wardrobe. I have actually, she has two wardrobes. I have like the top rail and two two drawers of the chest of drawers, and then a box. And the box is where my Arsenal stuff goes. Um, so there's like, you know, a whole wardrobe on the left, which is all hers. And then the wardrobe on the right, which is like a corner one. I have the top rail and a couple of drawers. That's that's me. <laughs> she has way more clothes. And then still, the worst thing, the worst thing is when we're going out and she's like, well, tell me what to wear. And I'm like, I hate this question because you've got so much stuff that I like. I, I can't. Like, you look great in it all. You look great in everything you wear. So don't ask me. <laughs> Just don't. I hate having to pick. Why is it on me? <laughs> Why is it on me to pick? Uh, and yeah, silly amount of shoes. There's like a drawer under the bed, which is just full of shoes as well. So, oh man, and a whole box full of shoes. Yeah, it's just too many, too many clothes. You need to go and clear it out, to be honest. I always think like, I have too much, I have too many clothes myself, to be fair. But uh, yeah, it's kind of ridiculous. Um, I'm simple. I don't know what that means, Temmy. There's so many words these days. Like I'm learning so many new words. I, I I'm I'm 29 now, and I remember I'm talking like I've been in a war. Back in my day, you know, I, I, these words simping, mid, no cap. Like I wear a cap pretty much every. But these all these words are coming out, and I'm like I have no idea. I mean, I was teaching like four years ago, and there were words being used. I had no idea what they meant. Um, I'm having to learn. Uh, I really am having to learn. Uh, Cass says, with players being linked uh, to Arsenal, I would love for another Saka Nelson Smith row from an academy to break through in the first team. Is there anyone close, do you think, that could do this? I feel like I get asked this question like every month nearly, and it's like it's basically the same answers. I mean, not to downgrade your question, Cass, but, you know, obviously um, I think that, uh, Lino Souza is really talented. Noineri is really talented. Um, Lewis Skelly is very talented. Uh, Raw Waters, have I said him, is very talented as well. There's, there's there's a lot of young players. We've got this young kid playing for the under 15s, uh, under 16, sorry, scoring 10 goals. Cheeto Martinobi. Um, yes, we've got a lot of talent coming through, but they, they will be the guys that are talented. Um, so, yeah, there you go. Um, Mr. Reese says, dress her in something that she hates and she'll stop asking you. <laughs> she just wouldn't wear it. Like, it's a sound plan. It's just really flawed. Um, what realistic, says Daniel, no Mbappe is he's going to Real Madrid. Striker, would you buy if money was not an issue? Could you please give a shout out to one of your young fans, Theo Finney, who's six and watches most days. He's a next-gen gunner. Hello, uh, Theo. Thank you so much for listening. Uh, in terms of a striker, money is no object. I think Ozymen is the obvious choice. But as we talked about the other day, Lois Openda is really someone I think people need to keep an eye on. Uh, I liked the look of him when I've now done more digging. I like the metrics that I'm looking into. His stats are showing up very, very well as well. So I think Lois Openda is a name that you need to keep your your eyes on um, as we move towards the summer transfer window. So, yeah, I, th I think that. Um, but, uh, yeah, Ozymen and Openda are the two that I'm looking at at the moment. But any striker... 
I mean, realistic, I think they're probably the two that you'd, you'd end up looking at. Um, Marcus says, do you need a lockup for the merchandise? <laughs> no, not the moment. It's never stacked up that much. Uh, Rowan, Santiago Jimenez would be uh, Rowan's pick. And Chaz says, Jonathan David should be another player. I'm curious how Jonathan David's getting on. I, obviously, all the links have gone very quiet. There was a period when he was at Lille that everyone was just talking about Jonathan David, and he's 23 years of age now. This season, he's got three goals in 13 Liga games, five goals in 19. It's not, it's kind of trailed off a little bit, I think, for Jonathan David. Is there a reason for that? I know Canadian listeners might know more than me. Has he suffered with any injuries recently? No, apparently not. It's just not really clicked, I suppose, this season for Jonathan David. And uh, those links have naturally kind of uh, flitted away because of that, I guess. Um, yeah, Prince says, forget Jonathan David. He's not that good. Uh, Moss is going to be very angry indeed, says Matt G. He's not, he's not that great. Uh, someone left a comment saying, uh, who was it? Uh, Popeye says, I'm told that Balogun kid is, is quite good. How I feel like we haven't had a Balogun update in a little while uh, since he's moved to Monaco. I know he scored at uh, the start of his time playing in France. He's got four goals in 10 games so far for Monaco. He scored in their most recent game, but it was a 5-2 defeat to PSG. Other than that, he had a four-game drought uh, without scoring. And he was actually on the bench before the game against PSG as well, came off the bench uh, for that fixture. He's in and out of the team, it seems, at Monaco. But, uh, you know, I, I think we made the right choice. I, I really, really do. Um, obviously, I hope that we get those additional bonuses and add-ons included into that deal and we can make even more money. But I think Arsenal did a really good move by selling Balogun in the end. I think it was a really good decision by Arsenal. So, yeah, very, very happy with the, the money that we ended up getting for Balogun. And we got it in the right, you know, the right bracket that I said that I thought we always would as well. Um, Eddie's got one more, uh, has got more in one game. <laughs> yeah. I mean, Eddie Nketiah's got a better, I think, has he got a better goal-scoring record in the Premier League than Balogun has uh, playing in Liga at the moment? Let me have a quick check. And Ketia, let's have a quick look at his goal record this season. Uh, he's got five goals uh, in 13 games. So, And he obviously didn't start all of those games where he came on a lot in a lot of those fixtures where he came on in uh, one, two, three, four of those fixtures. So in nine Eight nine starts. He's got those. He's got those goals. So yeah, he scored more than Balogun uh, in the Premier League. It's worth pointing out. Um, let's go to uh, Mo uh, Lagi, uh Says uh, greetings from Houston, Texas. First live show. Thanks for joining us, mate. Very much appreciate your time. Uh, Moses, I made the live. I'm so happy. I never expected it to. Thank you, Mo, for tuning in. If you haven't already dropped a like on the video, please make sure you do it. It takes you just a second. It really does help us out. Um, you just go down and below the video, there's a little thumbs up. If you could click that, it would mean a lot. Uh, Morgie says that, Tom, the next, the new best thing on the block is Ange and Spurs and their attacking play. Guess what team has scored two more goals than them and has conceded seven less? I think you're probably talking about Arsenal there, Morgie. I suppose we should probably have a look at this week's Premier League fixtures and have a quick talk about that. Of course, the first game of the day is no early fixture. There's no early game today, which is a shame. I like an early fixture. But Arsenal play Wolves at three, of course. Uh, Brentford play Luton at three and Burnley play Sheffield United at three. Of course, that means it's not going to be televised here in the UK. So if you have the uh, the privilege of being able to go to the game today, you'll be able to see it. If you aren't able to watch the game for whatever reason, we will, of course, have our match day live blog going 
uh, on the football.london website. I'll be running that from the Emirates Stadium today. Uh, Nottingham Forest are facing Everton at 5.30. And then later on tonight, a big game, Newcastle playing Manchester United. Very interesting fixture indeed. Uh, then on Sunday, Bournemouth play Villa at 2. So do Chelsea and Brighton and so do Liverpool and Fulham. And so do West Ham and Palace. Four two o'clock games on Sunday. I assume that's because of all the Thursday fixtures that we've got and those teams playing in Europe. And then Manchester City play Spurs in the final game of the weekend at 4.30 tomorrow. So what do we want? What do we want in that game, people? Who do you want to win, Man City or Spurs? You tell me who you'd rather win that game. I'm not answering that question. (laughs) But you tell me, Man City or Spurs, guys, who do you want? I want to draw. <laughs> That's what I want. Uh, Chaz says, will not be an easy game by any means today against Wolves. Uh, we need to be at our best and maximise the opportunities we have. Um, and LB says, Wolves won't be easy today. Um, Aaron says he wants Spurs to win. Uh, Michael says he wants Spurs. Ollie says he wants Spurs. Uh, oh, it's a lot of Spurs loving in the chat today. What's this about, people? Surely it's a draw. Uh, Ranson says draw. Temi says a 6-6 draw. Uh, Darren says a draw. Oh, you're changing your minds now, aren't you? Mantazir says draw. Boston says 1-1 draw and share the points. Uh, Rowan's going for a nil-nil. Aditya's going for a Spurs win or a draw. Sabre says, I sadly prefer a Spurs win. Um, You know, it's not the worst thing in the world, is it? Uh, If it's a draw. Um, I just can't. I can just never, ever just say the words. Like, saying the words... I I want Spurs to oh, oh no I can't I can't do it sorry oh just got the shivers then that didn't feel good saying even talking about that potential um, Marcus says can we have a poll at some point on what Arsenal moment we want Tom to recreate uh, I assume that's at the live event Mickey Thomas maybe is one of just who plays uh, against Grobbler. Um I mean that re- that requires a lot of space the Mickey Thomas goal I can't burst through the midfield uh, in a small room. Uh, so in the live event, you, I, I don't see how that's going to be feasible. I just don't see how that's going to be possible. So you can have some suggestions, but it's more like little little tricks in it. Little like I provided with the Martinelli backkill thing we did the last live event. By the way, if you want to come to our live event, tickets are down in the description for the twenty second of February. We are more than half sold now. Uh, I'm very happy indeed. Uh, it's going really really well. Tickets. So uh, make sure that you, uh, if you want to come along on the twenty second of February, tickets are selling out and we haven't even announced our lineup yet so it's great it's really humbling actually so thank you everyone that's continued to buy tickets already but we're more than halfway through sales uh, which is fantastic um as the rule says but man city dropping points we don't want that um no which uh, nah <laughs> i just i can't i can't it's so hard to, to ever want spurs you remember when they were winning last season and then man was it last season or season before last where they were like winning and then Man City came back, like they provided that little bit of hope and then City just battered them. And it's like, from that point forward, I was like, I don't care if they're ever playing City, if we're in a title race. It's like, I'm never going to back them. Never going to back Spurs to do Arsenal a favour. You just can't expect it. And I thought Ange was good in his press conference yesterday. And he was talking about... um, you know, the the way in which he's going to approach the game. He's just so stubborn in it. Like people say he's really likable and that. Is he just like a really naive coach? Isn't he just like really naive as a manager? I think he might be. I don't think I'd want him as Arsenal's manager. He's far too naive. But he gets all of the all of the pundits and all of the plaudits rather because he's uh, he's a likable character. Yeah. 
let's wait and see what happens there. Anyway, thank you to everyone that's tuned in and watched today. Uh, it's been always, we always have our more chilled shows and your presence on a Saturday and a Sunday is especially appreciated because it can be, you know, our quieter days, especially on a match day. So please do drop a like before you leave and help us out in that regard. That would be very, very much appreciated. Uh, and I'll be back with you all tomorrow morning to break down uh, today's game against Wolves uh, from the Emirates Stadium. Uh, well, from, from my room, but of course the game is, is from the Emirates Stadium. Um, but thanks to everyone that's tuned in as always. It is very much appreciated. I hope that you've had a fantastic time uh, throughout the day already and that your weekend continues in such a fashion. And we've got to keep those fingers crossed for a very, very good victory a little bit later on this afternoon. If you're at the game and you see me in the presser, say hello or the press box rather. It's always a pleasure to see hello to people uh, that come along to the games. Just uh, don't do a morgue and <laughs> shout from one side to the other. <laughs> oh, that was brilliant. Um, but thank you to everyone that's tuned in. It's very much appreciated. I can't wait to see all of you in February as well as always too. Uh, have a fantastic day. Stay safe. Stay well. And as always, up the Arsenal. It's the 90-plus minute. All your mates around, and you've got a McNuggets share box ready to go, and you know a late winner's coming. Your mates already got booked for a double dipping, and you steal the last nugget, snatching all three points. Perfection. Order now on the McDonald's app for your McDelivery. You in? At participating restaurants, 18-plus, serving times, delivery fee, and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans.